Welcome to the Torah Journey Podcast. My name is Rabbi Ken Brodkin, and I've been a community rabbi for over 15 years. During that time, I've learned that the wisdom of Judaism is powerful, but it's not always easy to understand. Our weekly podcast will enrich your journey and give you practical advice about how to apply the wisdom of Judaism to your life. We'll offer you insights based on the Parsha, current events, the Jewish year, and more. This is the Torah Journey Podcast. It's great to be with you today. I hope you're having a wonderful week. Earlier this week, a Jewish fellow in his 20s messaged me saying his greatest joy in life is his two young children. And as I reflected on this, I realized just how fortunate he is. So many of the young people I know getting married and having children today are observant Jews. On the other hand, in society at large, many are turning away from marriage. This summer, we were visiting on the East Coast with family and Visiting with my wife's younger cousins who've grown up and married, it struck me as a sort of counterculture. Now, of course, plenty of non-Jews marry, but it's a counterculture in the sense that our Jewish society is promoting family values, even as secular culture veers away from them. Safer Bereshis is a safer about family, and it highlights how our nation started as a mishpacha that impacted the world. The Torah details the path of Avram, building his family one step at a time. In addition, the Torah goes out of its way to contrast Avram and his attributes, particularly his focus on family, with the attributes of society around him. And in today's podcast, we're going to explore this contrast between Avram and the society around him and what it means for our own path in life. In fact, in this book of family, there is a second theme just below the surface, the topic of sexual immorality. But that topic also has another layer, because time and time again, those who promote the family values of Avraham are people of chesed. On the other hand, those associated with immorality are non-chesed oriented. As the Parsha begins, Avraham has just performed bris milah, a sign of sexual morality through which Avraham will build his progeny. And as the Malachim angels arrive to announce that Avraham will have a child with Sarah, he outdoes himself with a larger-than-life-sized chesed, and so the man of family is a man of kindness. And this pattern is echoed in the next generation. When Avram wants a daughter-in-law, he seeks a woman of kindness. But when the Torah describes Rivka, she is presented as both a woman of chesed, as well as someone with strong sexual morals and boundaries. Lot tries to imitate the chesed of Avram, but falls woefully short. When the men of Sodom surround Lot's house, Lot proposes to throw his daughters out the door for the men to do what they please with them. And in this moment, he is a Avraham disciple, gone awry. But the connection between immorality and a lack of kindness is most clear in the people of Sodom. The very city that bans guests and visitors surround the house of Lot after the Malachim enter, asking to be given the men that have come for the purpose of knowing them. Rashi comments, they want to know them in a matter of in a manner of molestation, a theme repeated generations later in a tragic incident in the book of Shoftim known as Pelegish Begiva, the concubine at Giva. In one of the most difficult and consequential moments in Bible history, a man from Yehuda was traveling through the Binyamin region with his concubine during the period of Shoftim judges. He stopped off in the town of Giva for the night in search of hospitality, but no one there was interested in gathering this family in. 
Well, finally, an elder from Ephraim happened to be sojourning there in Giva, and he took this family into his home. Once again, these people of Giva, who did not want to do chesed, come to the house seeking to know the male guest. But instead of sending the man outside, the hospitable elder sends out the concubine. And she was subsequently molested and raped for the entire night. And the following morning, she perished. In a horrific act, her husband dismembered her and sent the body parts throughout the land of Israel to the 12 tribes as an expression of his anger at Binyamin, where this vile rape took place. Soon after, the Jewish nation erupted in civil war. There's so many parallels between the story of Lot and Sidon and the concubine in Giva. It seems as if the book of Shoftim is suggesting that a Jewish city can act like the wicked Sidon. But here is a key in understanding all of this. In both of these cases, we see the opposite traits of Abraham. First, a basic lack of kindness, followed by an intention or an actual act of molestation. So in summary, Avram and Rivka are the people of kindness who build family and eschew immorality. And by contrast, all of the residents of Sodom, and at least some of those of Giva, are a in chesed and also demonstrate sexual immorality. What is the deeper connection here? Here's an idea to, conti- to consider. The Tar and Vayikra at the end of Kedoshim, chapter 21, verse 17, presents the prohibition for a man to have sexual intercourse with his sister, referring to such a union as chesed. The term chesed, normally meaning kindness, is oddly placed over here. The Tar tells us not to engage in incestual, this incestual relationship, but then calls it chesed. On a simple level, Rashi and the Targum understand this word to mean disgrace. And on the other hand, Rashi points to a Midrash, which discusses the idea that Kain married his sister in order to procreate. How could he do this, given that incest is considered a disgrace and is prohibited? The Midrash answers that we have a verse in Tehillim which states, Olam chesed yibaneh, the world is built through kindness. The verse is teaching us that God builds the world in chesed. And in a play on words, the rabbis suggest that the world was built through chesed, meaning that the world is built through Cain having intimacy, chesed, with his sister, which on some level was an act of kindness. Now, there's a lot to unpack in this midrash, but at the heart of it, the midrash is suggesting that there is a connection between kindness and sexual intimacy. And there's a thin line separating intimacy that is kindness versus intimacy that is a disgrace. In fact, this is a tension that we find with Lot's daughters. They intend to do chesed by getting pregnant from their father, but at the same time, it would seem to be something of a disgrace. The thin line between kindness and disgrace can be seen in Jewish history. Just think about how much the world has changed. In previous generations, it was a great kindness if you had a dowry to marry off your 14-year-old daughter so she would have a husband and food to eat. You can read about this, for example, in Gluckel of Hamlin, who was married off to her husband as a young teenager, becoming a mother at the age of 15. Now, thank God, the world has progressed in so many ways, 
Women can earn a livelihood. The Jewish community is not so destitute as it once was, and people survive for much longer lives. What was a chesed in the days of Glockel, marrying off a teen child, would be a disgrace in our times. Procreation is an act of kindness and building, hence the mitzvah of procreation and building up God's world. In fact, the very word for sons and daughters, banim and banot, means to build. And the sexual drive of a person is a means to build the world in an outwardly focused way, such as the chesed of Avraham or even the chesed of Cain. Building family is the ultimate act of chesed as we bestow life upon other people. On the other hand, that drive can be turned inward as well. And that is the chesed or cherpa of disgrace. And this fine line can be perceived in many ways. Take, for example, the mitzvah of Yibum, a Leverite marriage, when your brother has died without children. Are you building up your brother's home when you take his widow? Or are you taking your sister-in-law for a selfish purpose? We see from numerous places that the deep aspiration of Abraham was chesed, kindness, and building. The man who connected to the word of God sought to use Hashem's word to build the world. When he saw the Malachim angels pass by, he wanted to bestow life upon them, giving them lavish food. And likewise, he wanted to give life to Yitzchak, bestowing life upon the Jewish people. By contrast, the people of Sodom were turned inward toward themselves. The Navi, the prophet Yechezkel, teaches that Sodom did not want to give unto the poor. They resisted people coming through their lush land and sharing of their wealth. It follows then that their concept of morality was backwards, as they used their desire purely in a hedonist manner of taking as opposed to giving. That was the non-Jewish city of Sodom. But when Jews veer from the path of Abraham, we too can devolve into these negative behaviors, such as happened in the incident with the concubine in Giva. This led to a civil war in Israel, a war centered around this issue. Jews who did not do chesed and did do an act of sexual violence. This demonstrates how deeply these traits go against the essence of who we are as a Jewish people. The true essence of the Jewish people is family and kindness. My sister-in-law, Yael Cortel, was telling me about her grandmother who came to the United States and lived with her family in a small apartment in New York City before World War II. Now, during that time, many Jewish refugees needed a family to take them in in order to survive. And so this grandmother's family had a two-bedroom apartment and yet took in many refugees time and time again for months at a time. You'd think they were well-to-do. They were not. But here's the amazing thing. That very same grandmother who witnessed her parents' kindness as a child raised her own children in the path of Torah. And today she has tens of grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and a family that is devoted to the path of Torah and mitzvos. And so there you have it. Just as with Avram and Rivka, one family built on the family morals and the chesed of the Jewish people. And so as you go about your path, remember that the Jewish nation is founded on Jewish family. And you too can be part of this, even if you're not saving refugees, wherever you are in your life, whoever you are, you can build our Jewish family through your small, 
intentional acts of kindness. Olam chesed yibaneh, God's world is built on kindness. Thanks so much for being with me today. I'm Rabbi Ken Brodkin, and this is the Torah Journey Podcast.